Hey everybody, this is Carlos Colazzo here to tell you about a new Baseball America podcast we're launching. It's called Future Projection and it features myself and our international writer Ben Badler where we discuss all levels of the game. From amateur players like top high school and college draft prospects and the next big international stars all the way up to what's going on in the major leagues. We really envision this as a long-form style podcast where we can have deep and often rambling conversations about everything going on in the game. Our first episode is live now and features discussion of 2022 high school outfielder Elijah Green, Yankees prospect Jason Dominguez, Vanderbilt standouts Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter, as well as our thoughts on the scouting environment in 2021 and the challenges teams are currently facing. If that sounds like something you're interested in, check out Future Projection in whatever podcast listener you're using right now. Any app you use to listen to the Baseball America podcast should have Future Projection as well. But it is an entirely separate feed, so you'll need to subscribe to it separately in order to stay updated on each episode, which we're planning on bringing to you weekly. Additionally, it helps us get the podcast off the ground if you guys could rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. I know every podcast on the planet asks this of you, but it truly does help, so we appreciate if you can take the time to rate and review. With all of that said, here's a brief clip from our debut episode so you can kind of get a feel for what we're doing. Thanks for listening. Elijah Green was the best player on the field at Prep Baseball Report's Florida Preseason Classic, which has quickly become one of the better high school events, one of the better national high school events. It's, it's obviously featuring Florida players, but every single year there are very prominent Florida players who are there. And he hit three home runs. Um, he is a monster physically. He seemingly hit everything last summer on the showcase circuit scouts are really impressed with his combination of power and kind of advanced hitting ability and he showed that again in this tournament so he's you can see him hit right before james wood hit who again is probably going to go in the top of the first round this year and he was better than him in this event i mean it's it's only a couple games but i i think there are some things you could like about him more than James Wood. I think they're close enough to where you could convince me either way which player you liked more, but no, he is absolutely electric. His dad, Eric, played in the NFL as a tight end for 10 seasons, and you can definitely see that in kind of Elijah's physique. He is extremely strong already, very filled out. Like 6'3", 225, yeah, right? 6'3", and he just turned 17. So And he, and he flies too. Like Yeah. I think he's probably going to be a corner outfielder in the long run just because he's so big so early and, and those guys tend to slow down. But it wouldn't shock me if he did stay in the middle of the diamond. Yeah, um, you know what? Like, he he kind of reminds me, like, between, like, this, like, just like a freakish athlete like mm-hmm. that who who is also just, like, like, super tooled up, like, as far as, like, power, like, elite speed arm strength but like also like really good game performance too mm-hmm. like you said it's not like you know this is just like raw tools and athleticism and like you're hoping it all clicks it's like no like this guy like mm-hmm. killed the ball last summer like there's yeah. a reason he's number one in our 2022 high school rankings so like he i remember seeing Luis robert play yeah in when he was still in cuba when he was 16 i might have seen him even younger than that but I know I saw him when he was at like an 18U tournament when he was 16 and like dude that outfield by like 
So they had him. He was 16 playing like an 18 U turn. I think I'm pretty sure he was the youngest player on the Cuban team. Like that mm-hmm. outfield was they had Victor Victor Mesa in center field. They had Yusniel Diaz, uh, who signed with the Dodgers with the Orioles now. They had Jorge Onya, Padres, signed for a bunch of money. Which we'll year was this? Uh, I don't know if you're just trying to make me feel old or not. But no, like, no, no. I'm actually <laughs> asking. <laughs> I think uh, it's got what? Man, he was if he was six. It's probably like five, maybe six years ago. They so, came and played in Cary, didn't they? I think I remember watching. This was at least this, a couple they, of the players were still in the outfit on the team. This was a tournament in Mexico. They had they, there was like another. I know what you're talking. They, yeah, sometimes they've come through Cary, like the yeah. like the national team has come through there. This was like the 18U team. Okay, gotcha. So like, there was who was the other guy? Oh, Julio Pablo Martinez was on that team. Signed with the Rangers. Dios Bell Arias with the Rangers was the shortstop. Omar Estevez was the second baseman. Signed with the Dodgers. I never really warmed up to to him but uh he he signed to oh ronald bolaños i think was on that team too uh, who'd like just started pitching signed with the padres um but like at that time again like robert was like 16 on this 18u team and he was like a man child like <laughs> but like a like a really good athlete with like power like i think green has a much better arm than Luis robert but like the same kind of like physicality athleticism power and like performance because like Luis Robert, like when he played in his age group, he just was like, like just destroying people. <laughs> like he was, he was like, there's, you know, I did have some like swing and miss concerns on him, but just like, I mean, he's, I think he's answered that <laughs> pretty well so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, like that kind of like elite physicality, athleticism, uh, power game performance and like, it's tough, like, evaluating, like, Cuban players' speed because, like, you get them, like, home to first, but, like, you know, when they're at an international tournament, it's not like the Cuban Baseball Federation is, like, lining these guys up to have, like, them run the 60 for, like, scouts from major league teams, right? Yeah. Like, that's you – don't, you don't get that. Uh, but he, you know, he ran well, especially for his size. But, yeah, like, at that time, I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know, is he, like, a center fielder, like, a corner guy? Especially, you know, he's 16, too, so he's, like, real young. But like, he's you know he's obviously stayed, you know really, really lean and really athletic and probably is even faster now than uh, he was at the times and like an elite center fielder. But like you know I don't know if you know Green obviously is going to develop that that exact same way. But like that's you know that's the kind of guy who <laughs> uh, comes to mind for for me when I when I saw both those guys. Yeah, how do you compare him to another international guy that's really hyped up and who really has a pretty massive question marks in terms of like pro performance and, and Jason Dominguez? Because he's another yeah. guy who is like, I don't, I don't want to compare them. I know much less about Jason Dominguez than you do. But for me, they're similar in the sense that they're like really toolsy and really exciting. Um, but I'm always like hesitant to speak with like, like lock these guys into what they're going to be when I haven't got as much familiarity with them. Like because Elijah green is a 2022, I don't want to like say authoritatively that this is kind of who he is. You know, I want to kind of see him a little bit more and let him play a little bit more. And I feel like with yeah, Dominguez he's still to play too, his junior season, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with Dominguez too, like the hype for him is unreal and we really haven't seen much of him at all. So like, 
do you have enough feel of these players to kind of compare and contrast those two? Yeah, I like normally I like it's t- it's especially tough with like Dominguez this year because it's like not only like not only did they not have a minor league season, so mm-hmm. you don't have any pro games on him yet, but like the Yankees, they didn't bring him to their you know alternate site. Okay, whatever. First year international player, seventeen years old. Like that's that's fine. You know the Brewers did it with like Hedbert Perez, the A's did it with Robert Poussin. Like, but okay, those are like kind of the exceptions to the rule. Mm-hmm. But, like, they also didn't have an instructional league. So, like, that also really <laughs> so like just sucks. Like, you don't get, like, updated looks there. If they had, like, their Dominican instructs maybe, but it was, like, a, you know, not a big deal. Even, like, their Dominican instructs last year after he signed, like, they didn't – the Yankees don't play a lot of games at Dominican instructs. Again, like, pre-pandemic, like, I you know – I obviously he was like a super high priority guy for me to see, but like I got the Yankees like game schedule for when they were playing games. And it was like, it was only like a two week window where they were playing games. So I made sure to go down for like one of those weeks. And like one day I went to the Diamondbacks Academy cause I knew they were playing the Yankees that day. So I was like, all right, I'll see the Diamondbacks guys. But like really I make sure I get to see like, a game of Dominguez and it just like totally was like pouring rain totally got rained out oh well so the next day I went to the Yankees Academy and like again it was like raining like starts to rain like right as the game is getting started like the field was all wet they weren't even sure if they're gonna play and then it's like the first inning it's starting to like really come down and I'm like oh man like they're gonna cancel this game like do I need to like change my flight like because I already like had like you know committed to go to other you know teams and see other games mm-hmm. later in the week, so I was like literally I'm like trying to like game plan like can I go f- like can I stay like, like next week too to like come back and see him before like these guys stop playing games so like first inning comes up I'm like oh he's gonna like ground out like roll over a ground ball or something I'm gonna have to like leave and that's it. And then he just I mean, like really, the weather really puts you in a, a pessimistic mood there. You already condemned him to a ground out. <laughs> well, like I was just like, come on, man. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like, so like, but then like, you know, you saw the video, like yeah. he smokes the ball, not just <laughs> over the fence, but like over that, like big, like, like, like chain link fence that they have behind the, the wall to make sure mm-hmm. the balls don't go into the trees and the ball just like lands there. And I was like, Oh, all right. We got it. (laughs) I can picture this vividly because I remember when you sent this, I think we saw it in the Slack probably before you sent it out, but it was like, whoa, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. It was, uh, sounds like, all right, I got my, got my money's (laughs) worth here. And then, you know, talking to him afterwards was like pretty cool. He's like a real, 